You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Coming up on this episode of the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. To go deeper and grow and hearing his voice and um, just to be something that families could use to, to encounter the voice of God together. The Bible says that we are his sheep and my sheep know my voice. And I don't think that means that you have to be an old sheep. I think you can be a little sheep because we were created in his image and to hear our father. And I've also seen it firsthand. I don't know. It feels like a school of wonder and a school of childlikeness, whether you're an adult or a child. I, I think I think what's amazing is it's for adults and kids. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whoever you are, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, welcome. My name is Darren Eubanks, and this is the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. I have a fantastic episode lined up for you guys today. I got to sit down with three powerhouse chicks, Macy Littlejohn, Courtney Conant, and Jamie Lynn Wallnow have put out another fantastic book. They put out Wonderworks a couple years ago, and this is a, it's, it's aimed for children to be able to practice hearing the voice of God and activating the prophetic in them. But it's, it's a book that I've, there's been plenty of testimonies about adults who have been blessed by this book as well. Well, their new one is called Wonder Always Works, and we talk about that book coming out. Jamie Lynn is the illustrator for this book. Nacy and Courtney have written this book, and it came out yesterday. So it's early on, and we're going to give you all kinds of information on how you can get your hands on a copy of this book. For now, this episode, we're going to get to hear the hearts behind this book from these wonderful women of God. Thank you guys for checking us out. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify. And don't forget to check out the video of this episode on YouTube. You can look up the Kingdom Bringer Podcast on YouTube, and you can share each one of those with your friends. You guys would be an amazing partner if you would simply rate, review, subscribe, and then share the episode with a friend. That would be awesome. For more encouragement, don't forget to also check out kingdombringer.com. There you can check out the blogs. Every podcast episode is on there. I want that to be the hub for all things Kingdom Bringer. That'd be fantastic. And will you shoot me a message? I want to hear from you. I want to interact with you. I want to have a better relationship with the listeners. You can shoot me an email at Darren at kingdombringer.com. That's D-A-R-I-N at kingdombringer.com. I thank you guys for tuning in once again. This episode's brought to you by Podcast Gear for Beginners. If if you want to start a podcast, two things I'm asking you to do. One, call me up. I want to help you. I want to help launch you, help steer you in the right direction, give you some tips. And number two, I want you to check out Podcast Gear for Beginners. 
and it's got all the podcast gear that you would need for whatever budget you're looking for. It's all on there. Podcast gear for beginners. Again, all that information is in the show notes. We're going to get right into it. Here is my interview with these lovely ladies of the kingdom of God, Macy Littlejohn, Courtney Conant, and Jamie Lynn Walnow. Enjoy and be blessed. So I want you guys to kind of go around and talk a little bit about who you are, kind of introduce yourself to us. That'd be fantastic. Start with Nacy. All right. Hi, my name is Nacy Littlejohn, and I'm a wife and mother of four children. And my husband and I run a ministry called Safe Time. Do you want more? Courtney. No, you're good. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Nacy. Courtney, what's up? Hi, I'm Courtney Conant, and I'm also a mother of four, almost five children. I'm expecting in December. And my husband has a coffee shop called Red Beard Coffee out in Dodge City, and I like to go drink his coffee there. So, <laughs> hey, Jamie Lynn. My name is Jamie Lynn, and I am married to my GQ spirit filled holy man, Lance. And uh, I am doing a plethora of things right now, but I host a podcast called Set Apart. And a show called The Next America. And I illustrate children's books and paint. What an amazing segue. How did you know we were going to go there? How convenient. That is so good. So I have you guys on. I want to talk about the book that you just released yesterday, as a matter of fact. Let's talk about it. You guys had a book, was it two years ago? Three years ago? Yes. Wonderworks? Which one? Three years ago? Two. Two years. Two years. Okay. Tell me like the heart behind the first book. Like what made you guys decide to to put a book out there? Courtney, I've had you on the podcast to talk about it a little bit. I've actually had each one of you guys on at different times, but it's, it's, I want to hear the hearts behind like this original um, passion to put together this book. What was the heart behind it? Any of you can jump in. Um, I think originally the, our heart behind it was to have a resource for her, for our own children to grow in their friendship and intimacy with their father. And in this book, we choose to call him Papa God and with Papa God to grow, to go deeper and grow in hearing his voice and, um, just to be something that families could use to, to encounter the voice of God together. Okay. Obviously we know children are not mature enough to understand a relationship with God or hear his voice. Right? <laughs> you guys no. you guys disagree with that? This interview just ended. We all sign off. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. Bye. So you you guys disagree with that, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Courtney, what what makes you think that children have access to hearing a great big giant God? Well, he created them and the Bible says that we are his sheep and my sheep know my voice. And I don't think that means that you have to be an old sheep. I think you can be a little sheep because we were created in his image and to hear our father. And I've also seen it firsthand from 
not only my own children speaking things that could only be from the Lord, um, but also through the children that we've gotten to minister to at church and the things that they say. And um, so, yeah, I've experienced it to know that he speaks through them and how powerful they are. How important do you think it is for this to be like a, the entryway into the the family for like kingdom to have access to the entire family through, through the children's ability to, to hear the Lord. Is that something you guys have experienced through testimonies? Absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, children hear the voice of God even easier than adults at times because they don't have anything to tell them otherwise that they're not hearing clearly. And so, so often I think it's the children who could even lead the parents into uh, deeper and more um, profound things in the kingdom. And God's word says to enter the kingdom, you must become like little children. And what's sad is adults often grow up and think they have to be grownups. And so children are a, a great gateway for adults and their parents to grow in their relationship with their father. It's true. I think we have a lot of life experiences that we allow to like block, block something that really should be easy access, right? Mm-hmm. And children don't have those experiences a lot of times. They haven't eaten of the tree of knowledge of good and evil yet. Maybe. I don't know. Jamie Lynn, where did you come into play in this? How did you get involved with this project? Yeah, I, I met Nacy back in the day. I was actually the children's pastor at Upper Room Dallas. So I had the honor of experiencing much of the, recognizing the importance of what Courtney and Nacy wrote. And they just reached out to me. I had never illustrated a children's book before. Any, I, had, I didn't do any illustrations like that. It pretty much was just doing prophetic art on canvas. And they asked me, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And I don't remember. Maybe y'all remember better than I do how exactly I responded. But I remember I was nervous. And I was like, well, let me try and see what I can do. And I'll show you what it would look like. And then let's go from there. And so then they loved it. And I, I fell in love with it. And I think it's crucial. I think it's a found, I think kids hearing God's voice is foundational in our Christian walk period. I think it's the number one thing. If you know how to hear the father's voice, then you will not veer from the father's voice when you're older. And it's so much more intimate and beautiful when you're little as well, because I feel like even if he's going to compare us to sheep, look how close sheep are to the shepherd at such a young age, right? So they even have more of that attention and more of that time with him at a younger age like you said, without the filter. So anyways, I, I I believe in both of them. I love them. And it's so cool to have met Courtney through this project. It feels like a family. They're like my, they're my OG illustrating fam. Yeah. So why, why a second book, Macy? You know, I think we both just felt a stirring and we were talking about things we were doing with our own kids or like scriptures the Lord was giving us. And we were just like, I think it's time to write another one. Kind of just yeah. happened. So you enjoyed the process, I'm assuming. Yes. The, the three of you, right? Courtney, did you enjoy the process? Yeah, it's actually kind of, we did it. We got together for a weekend and um, it was it was challenging, but it was fun to do it together. And it was amazing what God produced in like a two-day time period. And even how he used the people around us to like, speak to us about the importance of what we're doing. And, um, I think the second one took on kind of a different, it's still the same thing, but I feel like 
um, it's almost like, I don't know, it's almost like a different theme woven in it. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Like the first one we kind of wrote out of a heart to like dig deeper with our own children that already know the Lord and um, that we've spent yeah. time doing. And the first one we ended up looking back at it going, wow, this is really like foundational for anybody that's maybe coming into Christianity or doesn't just good to go back over the basics of who Jesus is and who their identity is in Christ and how we look like him and why that's important. And so I almost think that the second one should have come first, yeah. <laughs> but God's cool like that. And what's the, uh, what, what's yeah. the name? What's the name of the new book? I haven't even heard. Wonder always works. Wonder always works. The first one's called wonder works, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wonder always works. Explain that to me. Why, why, why the name, why is the name so similar and so different? Well, I think, um, part of what we carry is to restore wonder to all ages and just the wonder, awestruck wonder of who our father is and and so that's, we just love wonder. And so we wanted to kind of keep that theme because being a child of God, like how can you not be full of wonder? And I feel like so many times people lose their wonder and they lose their innocence from such an early age. And some people are forced to grow up too soon. And there's just so much hurt and pain in the world for whatever reason, the enemy wants yeah. to take our wonder from us. And so part of this is just restoring wonder. It's very childlike and it's fun and creative. And uh, it takes you have you when you're doing an activity, you get to become childlike as you do it with like paints or colored pencils or markers. And you just get to create and be like a kid again. And so we just love wonder. And so, yes. Wonder well, always that name, works. And that sounds like a testimony title. So have you guys had some testimonies from, like, I'm assuming that you believe that wonder always works. What's some testimonies you guys have received from, from that initial project? Okay, well, I guess I'll use a, a testimony of an adult, my husband, Okay, who can be analytical. He's amazing, but he's just more on the analytical side. And he's a thinker. Yeah, and doing one of these activities, I think it was um, seated in the heavenly places. And the Lord totally showed him when he got up there that he was acting like an older brother instead of um, a son who everything is given to him. And it was through one of these activities that the Lord opened his eyes. And so just seeing our husband's color even and get creative with markers, like they are yeah. getting full of wonder as they do this, they're getting lost in wonder. And it's just a really cool thing. That's yeah, awesome. Even, even just personally, I was remembering a time with the first one that we like made our own like prayer tents with like old scarves that I had. And I'm like, this is so silly, but I'm going to sit under this scarf and do what my children are doing. And by the end of it, I'm weeping because the Lord was able to just break through my adult mindset and to a new place in my heart that I needed him to get. And so I think we experience that every time we come with our children into the book that wonder and being childlike opens us up to something new to hear from him as well.
I like what you said, Courtney. It's always an invitation. Like it's an yeah. invitation each time you open the book. Yeah. Jamie Lynn, I want to talk to you a little bit about the, the art side of it. I have the old one. I've got the first one here. That's Ashton's. It's, com it's completely filled in. But I'm just going through some of the some of the artwork in here in this first one. What's like that word invitation? I feel like you might have to be invited into a place of being a child when you're mm -hmm. putting this together. What's that process look like for you as the, the artist of this? The first book I did or the books I do now? <laughs> <laughs> first time I did Wonder Works, I think we all felt warfare. I hope that's okay to say. I mean, it was like yeah. battle, like I thought, oh yeah, like really ambitious it'll cost this, it'll take this amount of time. And I think it took six months or something like that. I had no idea the work that went into it. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was just, and then I felt this responsibility and this weight because they were trusting me to illustrate their words and create something. And I mean, the first project versus the second project, technically we've done it three times because we actually revamped the first one. We redid all of the illustrations. So they're the same, but they're different. And it's done in the level of excellence that I know now how to do as a book designer and illustrator, which is awesome. So wow. if you got the first one and you purchased the second one, or the revision of the first one, you'd be like skimming through and you'd be like, oh, and you can just see the growth that's happened in me yeah. personally. I think I've done six books now in two years which is fun and it's, it, but they opened my world to it. And so the invitation came, what I love is Macy and Courtney gave me directives, what they saw, which is really awesome because then, then it's like they get to experience this wonder of like, well, we told her this is what we want, but what's it gonna look like? Because there's so many different ways somebody would illustrate, you know, if you were like draw a lion sitting by a river, you know, and you had 10 artists do it, they would all, it would all be completely different. Yeah. So I love this because, um, just sitting and illustrating, knowing that kids, what I loved, I so loved this about their direction and their directives even for me was, we want kids to get markers and we want them to mark through this. We don't wanna show them everything. We want to make room for them to color because when you hear God's voice, it's an invitation to respond always. There's always a response. You're always transformed. Something happens, you grow more, you have more wisdom, whatever it is. And I love that every single activity that they have is an invitation to create with God and think with God different than the previous one. It's not 31 or 30 of the same activities. I, I like how diverse it is. I feel like it has the ability to reach all the different people and then have us each. Um, we're like invited into this place to connect with God the way maybe somebody else would normally naturally connect with him. So I feel like there's a, I don't know. It feels like a school of a school of wonder and a school of childlikeness, whether wow. you're an adult or a child. I I think I think what's amazing is it's for adults and kids. That's that's even the wonder in it. It's like we're all drawn to that side of this invitation with God. So in these activities, explain to me, kind of walk us through what it would look like for a parent, for instance, um, to to do these activities with their children. How how can this be beneficial for both the parent and and the child. You kind of explained it a little bit there, but Nacy, for instance, if you're if you're walking your children through these activities, what kind of ways can you also be um, learning from this? Okay. From this school of wonder. Well, for one thing, I I want to say is like it's an opportunity for us to connect with our children, and you can do it in a lot of different ways. Sometimes we all sit around the table together and 
we will open up the Bible and read the scripture on the activity. For example, like each, act, each activity is based off of the scripture. So you can open the Bible and read it and then yeah. get the context and, and then you read the activity. And so you can do it that way. And other times I take each kid by themselves and we do it individually, like one-on-one. And I've seen it be um, fruitful either way, but I love to hear what God's speaking to my kids. It's always yeah. blows my mind. I'm like, he told you that? What? Yeah. You know, like, cause it's not yeah. anything that they could make up or you can't, you know, like they hear him so clearly and I'm just blown away every time we do this activity. And right now we're doing it um, one activity a week of this new book. And so this is the cover of it right here, but, um, yeah. and so we, we, you can do it. There's 31 activities in this new book. And so you can do, um, it in so many different ways, but sometimes my kids will want to lead it. And so I'll let them lead it. You know, my kids are getting older. And so I, I want to raise them up to lead. And if they feel led, it's always an invitation for them to participate. I'm not going to force them, but if they feel led to lead and want to lead it, I let them because they're growing and their gifts and grow like growing in their confidence. And, yeah. and so I encourage that. What's the biggest difference between the first book and the second besides like, like, like Jamie Lynn exp- experienced like a growth from, from one to the next, but for you guys, like what was the mindset uh, between the first and the second? I, I would say it had to do with, the weekend that we wrote it and what we saw all around us, the Lord led us into this encounter where it was like darkness all around. And we saw these people who didn't know their father. Like it wasn't like us who grew up in the church and just didn't know his voice. Like these people didn't know their father. And so they were carrying around pain and shame and lust and perversion and confusion and regret. And we, and he was showing us this, like they didn't know who they were. They didn't know their identity. They didn't know how to deal with certain emotions. And, and so I think that this book really dives into how to deal, like it dives into discernment and how to deal with anger and where was Jesus at in your pain or trauma? And what do you do when you have worry or stress, stress or anxiety? Like how do you hand that over to Jesus? And so it just takes you through all these life experiences and and shows you how to connect with your father through that. That's beautiful. Courtney, how about you? What's like, how is your mindset different? Maybe stepping into this, this project as opposed to the first. Yeah, I think um, I think the main theme for us has always been family because there's such an attack on families. And um, doing the second one, it just really um, like solidified that in our hearts that if the family unit can learn how to be healthy yeah. and how to really love and how to be Jesus, then these broken people that we're seeing are going to come into the family and be loved because the family unit that God created is healthy enough to go out and reach those lost people. Yeah. And they know how to hear God's voice to minister to these people and show them that he is real and who he is and how much he loves them. Um, And so I think that was the other thing that we took away Mm -hmm. from that weekend was just, again, the importance of family and um, just teaching your kids together 
how to work through things. And, yeah. and I want to add to what Nacy said about how you do it as a family. Something else that I think we've learned is that not only do we get to hear what our kids are saying, which is amazing. Like it provides an opportunity for us as parents to be vulnerable and to say, Hey, these are things that, you know, mommy's hearing or that she deals with and how God's changing her heart. And, um, it just creates an open conversation, even with our young kids to show that we're human and we need Jesus because he's what changes us. And, so um, in hopes that as they grow up, they have a relationship with their father and they don't have to <laughs> yeah. work through a lot of the stuff that we've worked through. So, yeah. I have to imagine that a, a book like this can be an amazing tool to help kids maybe for the first time understand about hearing God's voice, but I'm thinking about you, Jamie. I know you were a child that you heard the Lord's voice and you knew it, right? When you were young, did you have stuff like this? Did you have books like this that kind of, that you could activate in and, and free flow in, or was it more of like a, I'm hearing God's voice. What do I do with it? I love, I love that you're saying that. Cause one of the things I was just thinking it's really important for, I think, people to know is that this is really kind of on the, not kind of, this is on the breaking edge. This is a breakthrough book. This is a, this is a resource that so many of us, you might see it in spirit-filled children's curriculum, but not yeah, books. Right. In curriculum, your parents not going to buy a $350 curriculum or $500, you know, whatever it may be. And so there's, it's, this is an easy access, easy training, easy tool. And for people who are even leading kids in a kid's ministry, my goodness, can you all imagine, especially if it's a church where the kids are coming back and forth. First of all, you could do one of these activities a week, or what you could do is keep these books for these kids and walk through it, or just have it as a tool and resource for parents, because it should not all be dependent on your children's pastor to equip these children. And I love that this, this draws kids into relationship with with their families. But I would say, you know, I grew up church of Christ and we didn't, I thought the Holy spirit was a Catholic yeah. thing, but I heard the Lord's voice. So when I finally met the Holy spirit and saw the cuckoo crazy people, I knew I was at home. And when I learned to hear his voice, it was as though I had been hearing it all along, but somebody was putting language to it yeah. for me. So regardless of what age somebody is, this helps put language to it in a really childlike fun creative way it's like the I feel like this is like almost one of those things like when you're in school and you're dreaming with God it's like one of those books Do you know what I mean like if you were like in your imagination with God I feel like this is a good book for to awaken that side with him that's awesome I was going to ask you guys what the creative process was but you kind of talked about that so you guys did you guys start and finish this in a weekend we did the first one took longer the yeah. first one was just snippets but we live in totally different states. We live nine hours away from each other. So I just booked a plane and went down and we just knew we had to get it done. So Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Jamie Lynn? Was that with the art stuff? Were you same weekend? <laughs> no different. <Okay>. No. Oh <laughs> I didn't think so. I'd be illustrating a book every weekend. No. <laughs> um, okay. For the first one was like, warfare from my insecurity of not knowing what to do as an illustrator feeling like you know we're building more of a relationship the three of us like it was just like oh and we were all in something for the first time together and it was a powerful tool so like warfare but it was never at one another it was always the process like oh whatever it may be 
this second one was like, let's do this. It was like super exciting. I was getting giddy doing it. It was half the time, at -hmm. least probably. I I mean, I I usually do a book in a three month time. I think it was three months, right? I don't remember exactly. I think it's a three month time period, but I loved it because I knew them. I knew what they're wanting, make a great team, but it was like, it was like creating with the Holy Spirit a confidence and excitement in knowing that this would what it was really about because the first time I felt too insecure a little yeah. bit. And so even revamping the first one was exciting. Even the process of that was super fast. I think we just revamped mm-hmm. that one in a week or something. Yeah. Two weeks a week, I don't remember. But even that, it was like, I felt giddy. I remember texting them and I just couldn't wait to be holding it in my hand. And this feels like, also working with Courtney and Nacy is like, it's like that, um, everything feels like my baby. Like you, they bring me into the project. When you illustrate yeah. something, you know, you're, you're not an author, but you get to work with them and help make their words come to life. And that's a huge honor and it's a big task. But this one was so much, I mean, this is just one of two of my favorite books ever and always will be because of who they are yeah. and getting to create one like that. That's a long way to answer no, that, good. but this was way and I think people will feel the Holy Spirit in it because of the time they spent together and the encounter they had writing it. And then, so he's in every word. And then the time I had creating with him through all of it was really fun. So for me, this might be a weird question, but for me, if I'm doing creative work, if I'm building something, if I'm creating something and I'm releasing it to the people through social media, through whatever, I always have, and this is, might be an insecurity in me, but I always have like mile markers that I'm looking for to prove whether or not it was a success as the authors and creators of this thing. Is there anything that you're looking for that would say, man, this was a success. This is what, this was a successful, uh, release of a creative project, anything at all. And be honest with me. I could say for me on my end and for, I I would, I'm sure they would agree, but obedience, Mm -hmm. you did it. It's good. You heard the Lord. They, they flew in, they wrote it. They asked me if I do it. I felt the Holy spirit and we did it with him, which means he'll do with it as he pleases. And that's Mm -hmm. the mile marker completing in obedience. What he said to do with him, not apart from him, but like with him the whole way you could feel Mm -hmm. it the whole time. That's good. Anything to add to that? No, I mean, I definitely think we have those moments where we're like, oh, this would be amazing if we sold this mini or whatever. But ultimately, like my first thought when you said that was like what Jamie Lynn said, like just the fact that I get to like hold it with my own children and do it something that we created. It's just, it's so amazing and gratifying that that's the best. That's the blessing right there. (laughs) Even if it goes nowhere else, which we're not speaking of. But yeah. if it, well, that's the, yeah. if it impacts one person, then it was worth it. Yeah. What a churchy answer. No, seriously. Like <laughs> what a churchy answer. It's like, that's so good. like, it. it's so powerful. And if it, I always say that even if one person's heart has changed, then it's worth it. Like, yeah. Cause who knows how I many think, people that person will impact. Yeah. And it's just that's this good. ripple effect. And I think the combination of all three of those answers is the correct answer, but I feel like Jesus. No. <laughs> I do. I do. I do feel like there's something to that when you actually believe in the the product or the the project or the creative thing, 
like you said, Courtney, being able to hold on to that for yourself, even if that's the least of this, I I saw your heart come out of your eyeballs there for a second <laughs> of like, you're proud of this, right? Yeah. I, so I create podcasts. You know what that's like, Jamie Lynn, to, to create a podcast and you love it and it's great and hardly anyone listens to it. And I still love it. Like I've, I've been in that place where like, that was a freaking good episode. I learned a lot. I succeeded. It's sounds good. And it's just, it's a piece of art, right? Like you, you, you paint art too. And you guys know what that's like, but I, I do think that's beautiful. I mean, the whole, I will allow the, if one person answer, that's fine. <laughs> also, I'm just kidding. But on that's the back good. end. Yes. And I, and that is true because I mean, either one of these girls would call me crying if they heard one testimony and that's all they ever heard. You know, they would say it over and over again because it really is. But there's also a side to it where it's like, we are believing, I'm believing them that this product is going to help generate more creative projects from the Wonderworks team, like from them and what God puts in them. And so we, I do believe that they're best-selling authors. I believe that this book, I mean, just that one person to see the book even. And first of all, I'm not going to say the number, but like without even trying, they sold a ridiculous amount of copies the first round. And that was without trying. That was like, that was practically like, I I hope that please chime in and correct me if this is coming across differently than it should be. But it's not normal for them to sell as many as they did Mm -hmm. without marketing it like big time. Like they didn't put a lot of money into marketing and it was also, they got really busy. I mean, their mom's like, it's real. And yet God did something. And I think that everyone's eyes opened at some point and was like, wait, these are gone. Yeah. Something was here. So there is also like in the natural, I mean, there are markers when your business, everybody on here is a business oriented person some way. Like there are mile markers that the Lord rejoices in alongside us. Yeah. And the the main reason I asked that question is because I do believe, and I, Courtney, I mean it. I love, I love the emotion that you shared there because what I was trying to get to with like my podcast or the things that I create, like we're talking, these are four creatives right here on this screen. And when you believe in what you put out, it really doesn't matter. Like Hmm. the Lord was in it. I obeyed, I released, and that's it. I think that if we put out things that are half-hearted or if we really don't believe in it, then we tend to kind of strive for those right mile markers to almost bring like Good. approval of like, I, I want to trick the world that this was actually my best effort. Right. Yeah. But I feel like if you guys believe in this thing and the emotions there, obviously you care about this and that's awesome. So I love well, I am pregnant too. No, I'm just kidding. That's true. That's true. <laughs> She's eating a bowl of ice cream and pickles. So right. we know. Yeah. No, but does that make sense? I feel like, if you guys believe in what you're in what you put out, like it's a success. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's the bond. You 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 fulfilled what you set out to do, right? Mm-hmm. Through obedience, and now the Lord's going to do what He wants to do with it. Absolutely. Right? You know what, Darren? I don't know if this is a prophetic word for you. Sorry, I told you I was going to take over your podcast. I'm just kidding. No, I. You're breaking I, up. I, just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm like. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, um. You know, you hear all these people who are influencers and, you know, hopefully we 
are being influenced by the influencer. I'm not trying to be cheesy, yeah. but hopefully truly we aren't building our own platform that we are just being faithful. But I do think it's the ones who just keep being faithful that That's all great. of a sudden the bolt out tips over and pours out and there's just favor. But, and it looks like it was overnight success, like the kingdom bringer podcast, yeah. you know, all of a sudden it ends up being one of the top podcasts and nobody saw the years you were putting behind it and you were faithful and you didn't give up because you were looking Amen. at numbers. That's good. We did that and never get anything done. And so like this book could take off in five years, like crazy. I mean, in Jesus name, it's going to take off right. today, yeah. like crazy, but you know, yeah, like, yeah. but like it just, to me, I think there's something for people who are listening in that are creating projects. I mean, it's like a, I, I mean, I feel that for you, Darren, like you just keep you're, you're being faithful yeah. and you're enjoying it and he delights in that. And then one day, because you didn't stop, that's good. Something's going to explode. It's going to be that's awesome. Good. Amen. Well, thank you guys for joining me. Just kidding. That was so good. That was good. No. So this book's out now. What do you want? What's the, we'll go, we'll go around the room. Nacy, what do you want the people to know about this book? How can this book change their family this book can change their family by bringing them closer together teaching them the voice of god uh, showing them how to deal with emotions and traumas in in a healthy way with their father because it's tools for everyday things that happen we all have emotions we all have trauma we all have pain that comes at what you know because of the enemy yeah but this shows you what a good father we have and it shows you how to, he, our father shows us how to walk through those things with him because he's the one who brings freedom. And so that's what I want yeah. them to know. And it's a great thing cool. for people who homeschool or don't homeschool, whatever, just yeah. to connect right now. Yeah. Courtney, what do you want the people to know? Like what's your heart behind this is out right now. What do you want from it? I don't know that I can add to what Nacy said. I yeah. feel like she pretty much covered it. Um, yeah. No, it's fun. It's, it's so fun to get together with your kids and do something different and, and like lay that foundation young with them on here. I just think it's so exciting to hear what God speaks through them. That's like my favorite part of the whole thing is like, yeah. wow, my four-year-old just prophesied this. And yeah. I don't know. It's, just, I don't really think I have anything to add to what Nacy said. Sorry. <laughs> Jamie Lynn, how about you? Jamie Lynn. Well, as a non-parent yet, yeah. I would say buy this, sew into people, sew into other families, sew into your friends, sew into Nacy and Courtney by buying this. Go to Amazon and buy it and put markers in it and send it as a gift to people. I think that's so creative. When they gifted me my first copy, they gave me these legit markers that I fell in love with with it. And it, it was like the coolest thing to get the book with markers or like the book with crayons yeah, or awesome. the book, whatever. And Buy it with people, send it as a gift, you know, load up on it for Christmas. And I think they're doing some special if you buy it right now, I think, right? So I, I think to me, you're also sewing into the future projects that these ladies are going to produce that are going to be fire because there's too much fire around this to not keep circulating new ideas. <laughs> it's awesome. I feel like this is an awesome time. Obviously, we've got Corona Town going down and families are together and I'll be honest, I've said it before on this podcast, but like, this has been such an amazing time of rest for me personally. So I don't have, I hate sickness and I hate disease and I hate all the negative things that come with, you know, Satan poo-pooing on stuff. But 
this is families have come together, right? Bottom line is there's families that are closer right now than they ever have been. And I feel like this is an amazing time for this book to be kind of a, a center, a centerpiece, right? This book can be a centerpiece, right? And they're family nights. It's literally the centerpiece on our coffee table. I love yes. it. I'm obsessed. I'm so proud of this. I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, that's awesome. Ladies, thank you. Where's the best place to find this book? Where would you want to direct people to, to get it? Um, you can go to wonderworksbook.com um, or it's on Amazon. Okay. So I want to send them to the website. Is that cool? Yeah, the website would probably be the best. Wonderworksbook.com. Wonderworksbook.com. Yeah. Okay. Go around the room and tell us where they can find you on social media. Each one of you. Nacy. Um, at Nacy Little John. Okay. And that's N-A-C-I yes. Little John. Yes. Qu- Courtney. Oh, I forgot what my name is on Instagram. At Isn't court it? underscore Conant. And Wonderworks, yeah. you can find at Wonderworks book yes. on Instagram or on Facebook. Wonderwork. Wonderwork. Wonderworks book. book. Yes. Wonderworks yes. book. And Jamie Lynn, where can they find you at? You can find me at Jamie Lynn Walnow on everything. Jamie Lynn with one N or you'll be not finding me. And then um, at the Next America Show is the other thing I write. On YouTube. That channel's killing it. Thank you. Hey, my wife's name is Jamie Lynn. Have I told you that? I don't think I did. I don't think I did. I'm about to throw my phone. Pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Like earlier when you got on, I, I yelled something at Jamie and my wife was like, hey, what's going on in there? Nothing. We're good. Uh, huh? No, not you. I'm recording. I'm recording with Jamie Lynn. Can I pray for you guys? Can we close out? Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Can you like edit out what I said about the book and like re-put in this part? No. <laughs> no, I just, what came to my mind was I want parents to know that it's yeah. a learning tool for them as well. And that yeah. it's not, it's not just for their kids that, because my favorite part is hearing my kids, but it's also how I get to encounter the father through it too. Yeah. Good. And I yes. do want to say this real quick and I've heard the story before, but this like, I know Nacy and I know my wife and I know Courtney and I think it came from Jamie Lynn, right? It was Jen Toledo's mm-hmm. book. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Explain that real quick. N- Nacy, I know, I kind of know how yeah. Nacy got it. How did that open your eyes to this whole thing? Me? Oh. Yeah. Oh, so it's just like Courtney said, a tool for parents. I was getting her book as a tool because I thought it was for my kids. I thought I was doing it for my kids, but it actually opened my ears to the voice of God. Mm -hmm. And so, so many times we, we think we're above or, you know, that we already know things. And I was blown away that it opened my, me up to more of the kingdom and the voice of God. That's awesome. And that's eyes that see ears that hear. Is that right? (laughs) Shout out out. to Jim Toledo. Okay. There you go. Okay. I want to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for these ladies. We pray blessing over them and we decree and declare your will over this book in Jesus' name. We thank you for all of the creative juices that you've just got flowing through them, God. We believe in more and we believe I've got mile markers, Father. We believe you've got mile markers. You don't have to share with us what those are, God, but you've got them and you're going to take them to each 
one. And we just thank you for that. I thank you for the, the amazing teamwork. I think there's power in teamwork and unity in getting a product and a project done. And I believe that where there's unity, you command the blessing, Father. So we just believe that you are right now commanding a blessing over this unified effort. And we pray blessing over it for each person that gets in contact with this book, that their lives and their relationship with you and their adventure and their eyes being open to your wonder will be a reality. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I appreciate you joining me. Thank you for having thank us. Yeah. Yes. I'm praying blessing over this. I'm excited about it. Thank you. Okay. Good to see you.